Hello, word nerds. Welcome to another episode of The Dictionary. This is my fourth episode being recorded in a row, uh, which is normally what I do, but I may actually record a couple more after this. Uh, we'll see how my voice holds up. Uh, because my my work week this week is kind of funky, and I'm not exactly sure when I'll be able to record, so I'm just trying to get ahead as possible. Uh, what is today? Today is December 20th. That's it. Let's talk about some words. Audio tape. That is our first word. It is one word. It is spelled A-U-D-I-O-T-A-P-E. This is a noun from 1951. A tape recording of sound. Next, we have audiovisual. All one word. And if you remember from the previous episode, the prefix audio, in this case, means auditory and dot dot dot. So, Audiovisual is an adjective from 1902. One, designed to aid in learning or teaching by making use of both hearing and sight. Number two, of or relating to both hearing and sight. Uh, as I've mentioned, I work in basically the AV field, audiovisual field. Uh, and so this is definitely something that is part of my day-to-day life, just AV stuff in general. Next, we have audio visuals. It is plural. Uh, it is a noun from 1948. Audio visual teaching materials as film strips accompanied by recordings. I grew up in the analog age uh, in the 80s, and we um, it wasn't as easy to play film strips and movies and things like that in school. Uh, and so, you know, you kids today, you watch stuff on your phones and iPads and screens at school or home. Uh, but we had literal films. We would watch 16 millimeter films. Sometimes they were film strips that were just basically like a slideshow on film. And the thing would, you'd have to turn the thing. Anyway, the film strips just reminded me of that. Next, we have audit, A-U-D-I-T. This is the first form of two. It is a noun from the 15th century. 1A, a formal examination of an organization's or individual's accounts or financial situation. Uh, 1B, the final report of an audit. 2, a methodical examination and review. This is from Latin auditus, which means act of hearing. Um, And that is from the verb audire, which doesn't tell me what that means. Now we have the second form of audit. It is a transitive verb from the 15th century. One, to perform an audit of or for, as in audit the books. Also as in audit the company. Uh, Most companies don't like it when they get audited, but it is, uh, I think, fairly standard procedure. Number two, to attend a course without working for or expecting to receive formal credit. I don't really have time in my days to do this, but I have actually thought a lot about um, auditing college courses because I'm at the point in my life where I realize there's a lot to learn, uh, part of the reason why I'm doing this podcast, and I kind of want to just know as much as I can. Uh, I don't need a grade. I don't necessarily want to take the tests, but I just want to learn the stuff, the information. Um, But again, I don't really have the time for that. Auditability is a noun Auditable is an adjective, and audity is a noun. Uh, And they don't say auditor, which would be the one doing the auditing, but I suspect, yep, that is coming up. So now we have the word audition. This is a noun from 1599. One, 
the power or sense of hearing. 2. The act of hearing, especially a critical hearing, as in an audition of new recordings. 3. A trial performance to appraise an entertainer's merits. Uh, Yes, let's praise your merits. I don't know. Uh, All right, now we have the second form of audition. Other forms are auditioned and auditioning. This is a verb from 1931. First are transitive. To test, uh, yeah, there's just one transitive and just one intransitive. To test or try out, especially in an audition. Well, yeah, that's that's the word, audition. Uh, And then the intransitive means to give a trial performance. This is something that I've actually been thinking a lot about recently because I have been wanting to get into the acting world. Um, I, I did a little acting in high school and such. Uh, specifically, I would love to do voiceover acting like cartoon characters and stuff like that. Um, but I, I think I'm at a point where I finally understand acting well enough um, that maybe I could do a decent job at it. So I should, I want to go on auditions, but again, I don't have the time. Where's the time? Who's got the time to do all this stuff? Uh, yeah. Anyway, next is auditor. That's the word I teased before. This is a noun from the 14th century. One, a person authorized to examine and verify accounts. Two, one who hears or listens, especially one who is a member of an audience. Three, a person who audits a course of study. Four, a person who hears, as a court case, in the capacity of judge. Next, we have auditorium. This is a noun from 1640, and it can be pluralized as auditoriums or auditoria. One, the part of a public building where an audience sits. Number two, a room, hall, or building used for public gatherings. This is a Latin word, and it literally means lecture room. Next, we have auditory. This is the first form of two. It is a noun from the 14th century. One is archaic, and we have the synonym audience. Number two is also archaic, and we have the synonym auditorium. Next, we have the second form of auditory. It is an adjective from 1578 of relating to or experienced through hearing, as in auditory stimuli. Auditorily, auditorily is an adverb. Next, we have auditory nerve. Two separate words. It is a noun from 1713. And I just realized I didn't bring my water down. Uh, so if I had, uh, that would have helped my voice. <clears throat> auditory nerve. Uh, let's see. Either... Yeah, that's what I left off on. Either of the eighth pair of cranial nerves connecting the inner ear with the brain and transmitting impulses concerned with hearing and balance. And then it tells me to see the ear illustration. I don't know if you've ever had uh, an ear... um, What do you call it? An ear thing? Uh, An ear ache? An ear infection? Uh, but you you can lose your balance if some things are messed up in your ear, uh, and the auditory nerve is related to that. Next, we have auditory tube. This is a noun. It's also two words from circa 1705, and we just have the synonym 
Eustachian tube. That is spelled E-U-S-T-A-C-H-I-A-N. Now we have audit trail, two words. This is a noun from 1954. A record of a sequence of events as actions performed by a computer from which a history may be constructed. The audit trail. It's like a paper trail uh, made by the auditor, basically. Now we have what looks to be a German word. Yep, it's German. And it is pronounced Aufklärung. Aufklärung. Something like that. It is spelled capital A-U-F-K-L-A. And the A has an umlaut. R-U-N-G. This is a noun from 1942. And we have the number two definition for the word enlightenment. Is uh, Aufklärung... Aufklärung, uh, is that a, a common enough word in English, um, specifically American English, that it has its own entry in the dictionary? Okay. Next, we have another German word, Aufwittersein. I know that one. Uh, A-U-F. Next word, capital, v, uh, capital W-I-E-D-E-R-S-E-H-E-N. This is an interjection from 1845, used to express farewell. Auf Wiedersehen, uh, it is German. It literally means on scene again. So, like, basically, I'll see you again. In my dreams, in your dreams, if you're lucky. Not if I see you first. Now we have A-U-G, all lowercase. This is an abbreviation for augmentative. Now we have A-U-G again uh, with a capital A. It is an abbreviation for the word or the month August. It's both a word and a month. Now we have, uh, let's see, Augean. Augean, capital A-U-G-E-A-N. This is an adjective from, excuse me, 1676. Extremely formidable or formidable or difficult and occasionally distasteful. As in, an Augean task. I was not familiar with this. Let's look at the etymology so we can learn together. This is from a Latin Augeas, A-U-G-E-A-S, which is the king of Elis, which is from the Greek Augeas, which was from the legend that his stable, left neglected for 30 years, was finally cleaned by Hercules. Ah, I remember reading this story when I was a freshman in high school. Um, many years ago. God, was that 25 years ago? Uh, I think so. Uh, yes, I vaguely remember that story. Next, we have Augean stable. This is a noun from 1622. A condition or place marked by great accumulation of filth or corruption. Uh, you could look at the Weird Al song, uh, It's Getting Rotten Here, which is a parody. And uh, you could call that an Augean stable. Should we throw in a clip? Maybe. There's something rotten here. Say what? You better hold your nose. And lastly, for this episode, we have the word auger, A U G E R. This is a noun from before the 12th century. This is an old one, folks. Very, very old. Any of various, well, not as old as Augean, but anyway, any of various tools or devices with a helical shaft or part that are used for boring holes, as in wood, or moving loose material, 
as snow. The etymology says this is from Middle English. It is an alternative uh, resulting from false division of a nauger, uh, N-A-U-G-E-R. So it's from the word nauger, which is from the Old English nafogar, which is akin to the Old High English nabuger, nabuger, which means auger, uh, from Old English nafu, which means knave, uh, gar, from gar, which means spear, and there's more at the words knave or gore. We have a picture of three types of augers. Uh, let's see. Number one. Wait. Number one, two, screw, three, two. Okay. So I guess number one is just a regular auger. It's just a looks like a screw, basically. Number two. Well, number two actually says screw. Uh, so that also looks like like a screw. It looks like the... Uh, the spirally part is sort of tighter together. What's that called? I can't remember. But number two actually has a hand, a wooden hand uh, handle on the end of it. Uh, and then number three, it says tapering pod. So this one, it's a little bit different. The bottom has a cone. Um, and then the top, there's some sort of handle. I don't know. That one looks different than the others. Let's, let's find a picture and put it on Instagram. And we are going to pick a word of the episode. Uh, there was one that jumped out at me, and now I can't remember what it was. Um, I can't remember. I need to keep on talking. Uh, how are you doing? Did you have a good day? Are you enjoying winter? Uh, I hope it's not too bad where you are. Currently, we have no snow in the Chicago area. And the weather actually isn't too bad. It's in the 40s today, upper 40s even. Uh, now I'm getting distracted on talking about the weather and not even not even looking for a word of the episode. Um, let us pick Auf saying as the word of the episode because now I will say to you, thank you very much for listening and Auf Wiedersehen. <laughs>